Gone Off on a Tangent is brought to you by the following sponsors. Active Arena, Lincoln's first indoor five-a-side football venue with a dedicated sports bar. Small Beer Limited, Britain's leading cask wholesaler. Clavering's removal, storage and clearance. Big Boots UK, leading online retailer of steel blue boots. Check out our socials for all the information. Evening, boys. How are we doing? Hello. We're back once again for another edition of Gone Off on a Tangent. Hope you enjoyed last week, and we're back at it. With a really sexy bit of kit. Yeah, we do have some new equipment, which I've been setting up with the world-famous Jim Ogden. It's, uh, it's phenomenal, boys. It's embarrassing. Yeah, you're not a big fan of the old You've upgrade, literally been sat here with an erection since the moment I've got here. And it's so cool. Not since you got here, mate. Since Amazon delivered it. It's been here since Wednesday, that erection. It's starting to get a bit sore, sore. yeah, because <laughs> it's 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 just an unreal bit of kit. So yeah, so as we said right right at the start, thank you to our sponsors for all the help. But uh, yeah, we've got a real bit of kit now. But that's boring. You don't have to worry about that. Should we uh, should we crack on? Does with that mean the, you can uh, start talking about it to me as well? Uh, I don't think you've replied to one of my <laughs> messages about it. If I'm honest, <laughs> couldn't D- give less of a. DT fuck. humors me. Yeah, you don't care. Yeah, uh, Tibbsy cares a bit. He gets involved. He, he enjoys it. Yeah, after I'm... he steered us wrong originally with the first bit of kit. Yeah, I'll be nice to see Tibbsy actually. Get I think in. he's going to join us in the future, isn't he? I think he's. He, we dangled that carrot this week. He was. Due to come on a while ago. Well, now when Chef Wednesday are going a little bit better, I'm sure. Just suddenly he's appeared. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come on the show, guys. Oh, what, because Wednesday aren't shite now. Um, the first thing I want to note uh, this week is them horrendous Puma kits that are doing the rounds. Third kits, I believe they are. They look like they should be on like M&M Direct. Or yeah. something like Sports Puma. Direct, isn't it? They're just it's horrendous, man. Awful, mate. Did you see the Fenerbahce player that scored yeah, and then went to kiss the badge? The badge. <laughs> <laughs> and it. he was like, oh, oh shit, I've got oh, a badge to kiss. I'll be honest, badge. I've not seen these. Have you not seen them? No. Oh, For anyone else listening that also hasn't seen them, go and have a look. They're, they're, basically, there's about six teams. And the third kit, it just says the team's name a man, across the front. A Man City's got one. They've got one. Yeah, it's, all the, it's the Puma guys. Yeah, that's so There's Marseille. There's, there's talking, them, talking of kits, though, have you seen Ajax's third kit? Oh, it's beautiful. I don't think I have. Is the, it black and grey? No, it's no, black. No, with Bob Marley, Bob Marley on Marley. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three little birds on the back. Ajax oh. get some surreal kits. Last year's was awesome as well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of theirs. I mean, granted, I'm 33, so I shouldn't really care about football kits, but I think I'll care when I'm 60, if I'm honest. But just, obviously, the listeners can't hear this, but just while we're talking of... Just going back to those horrendous Puma kit stubs. That is what we're talking about. Um, Always oh, got a visual for Carl. For sixty nine ninety nine, you can get that. Yeah, that's not great, is it? It's uh, originally, to be fair, this is the funny way Puma did it this year. So obviously, it's released now for general sale. Before it was available on Skegness Market. Big Dave was knocking them out. Ge- genuinely, his car. It could. It did say man slitting. No, that, is, that, that is literally a Skegness market yeah, it dream, is. isn't it? Oh, yeah. he, can, he can make replicas of them like the guy out of fashion. <laughs> them half and half scarves. Doreen, name Doreen, it. get the factory back up and run it. We can knock them out and sell them for 100 quid. Get them out, get them out. Honestly, it's an absolute shocker, if you ask me. But They're terrible. terrible. I'm not Man City fans, so it's not a problem for me. But uh, the thing is, they're, they're the top echelons of Puma so they're, they're the, the ones they've picked are the ones they've got the, the biggest deal and that's what they get as a third kit and then Puma I don't know if you saw it on Twitter they were getting absolutely rinsed on social media bit back and went there's badges all over it mate they don't know what you're, they don't know what you're looking for because literally in the background of the kit 
there's like 50 million badges. It's like, no, you don't get it, mate. No. I'm surprised they're allowed actually to have it like it's, that. It's terrible. It's like some fucking, not being funny. You know when they try to be trendy with like off field ranges and stuff like that. How many times will Man City wear a third kit? Though? Well, they won't. They won't get one. I don't think anybody else plays in sky blue for a start. Apart from Leicester, who's on the screen behind you. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that's her away kit, though. Yeah. Good so point. Leicester would then wear their third kit. Done him with maths, isn't you there, Stubbsy? Done him with maths. Joke's still stands. We've done, done him with maths there. Logic, Stubbsy. You absolutely killed him, son. Yeah. Absolutely killed him. No, you're right. I don't know when they'll wear it. because And, and also, from a very personal view, it's navy blue, which is horrendous when you're in the, in the stands, because it blends up against all the crowd and all that nonsense. Nice bright kits we want. Bright yellows and oranges. And I must admit, you're not going to like this, but Man United's away kit's quite nice. Which it looked like a Leeds kit. Is that the one that they wore at the weekend? Yeah, the yellow and... Yeah, uh, that was quite nice. I watched it with my brother-in-law, who's a, who's a massive scum fan, and he absolutely hated the kit. Really? Yeah, he said, it looks too much like Leeds. Didn't like it. So I just basically leant into that and went, good Leeds kit, that, innit? Decent, that. Get that badge off, you're laughing. I think there's some, some good decent kits, kits yeah. yeah, some really good kits. I was actually saying to, to the brother-in-law that, to be fair to Man United, they've always done weird kits, haven't they? Because my dad they said... They had the zebra last year, didn't they? That was his dog, though. But my, Which my, is now... Somebody else has literally copied that. It's had it, isn't it? They just I can't think circles. it was, yeah. Because my dad said, and Man United fans that are listening to this will be able to answer it, and brother-in-law can answer it, what is Man United's traditional away colour? Blue. Is it? Because yeah, he said white. So I, mm, it might be because obviously it's, 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 wasn't it yellow and green or was that their original well, that's home their kit? first ever kit that Norwich shirt they wear yeah, yeah. That's their, whatever they were called like Newton Rangers or something mm. whatever the truth they were called um, that was their original kit which is why they wear it in protest the protest seems to have died down a bit Man United now I wonder if you've noticed mm. since they started buying footballers and everyone <laughs> for over 80 million yeah if they think Ronaldo back there'd be definitely no rights well that's how I'd that's how Old Trafford well, is, I hope they is there talks of him coming? So Juventus, strong yeah, ones. Juventus have said today, we don't want to lose him. Right. He requested allegedly to be on the bench against Udinese yesterday. But he came off the bench. He came he? off the bench, correct. But he asked to be on the bench. Didn't they? They messed up as well. I'm pretty sure they didn't win. It was two all, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. But basically, Juventus have said, we want to keep you. So if you're that dead set on going, we're pretty much going to pick where you're going to go. His side are saying, well, it's Champions League or nothing. So, and I think he wants to come to England, I think. He's done it in Italy. He's done it in Spain. He's done it everywhere. There's no point going to France because HMS pissed the leagues. <laughs> he couldn't he just join that ship? Oh, yeah. Where's he going to play? Well, they didn't think about that when they had Messi, did they? So what does it matter? Oh, yeah. Just Superstars, add him into isn't it? Christ. <laughs> Sell Mbappe, recoup a bit of the money and bring in Ronaldo and just be basically the Harlem Globetrotters. A joke if Ronaldo went there as well, wouldn't it? Christ, surely that's not that can't happen. happen. If the, he goes there it, what, and they are not breaking financial fair play rules, <laughs> I, I mean, think financial fair play would be breaking financial fair play if that was the case. I honestly think he ends up at Man United. I honestly think that when I read that today, my first thought was, Oh, he's gonna end up there, and he, I, I would love him, it'd be great. To I would love him too, just because <clears throat> sort of the return of him. I just think it'd be class to have in the Premier League if your city. Yeah. And you're not getting very far with this Kane deal. Are you thinking? I think I think I saw earlier 25 million for Ronaldo. I think I think I saw that number. I could be completely wrong. Apologies if I am. If that's the number, do you not think get, two years? Get, that can get you one of Jack Grealish's legs. Yeah, <laughs> playing through the middle. 
Give him, you know, the nine shit through the middle. And they put Man City put a bid in. I read somewhere for like some bloke in the National League that's like six foot six or something. The tallest player ever to tall- play non-league football. That was it. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Man City have yeah. yeah. Target man, mate. Really? They're going long. Yeah. They've decided all this tick attack is nonsense. John Park is coming out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, John, hello, mate. Steve the Joiner has just signed a fucking whopping great deal. Benson and Hedges <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> He's rooming with Richard Wright. Yeah. Talking of uh, non-league football clubs, see Burnley, 1-11, to 11, listed on the team sheet. You see, didn't see this thing? either, did you? No. Mate, you're you Where you been? Rock. He's been working, mate. You know, yeah. you you know, you do a sports podcast yeah, with two yeah. of your mates. Okay, yeah, just checking. Yeah. So this it's, is the first time since the 1998-99 season that right. a team sheet has been one to eleven in terms of and squad it numbers. Burnley. Yeah, not not a fan of that. John Dash needs to get a room. Like it's a ninety-eight. Oh, but just th- take it out with me now, mate. If you want. Yeah, take it out with Sean now. You got a problem with him? Tell him. Tell him to his face. Yeah, just. Pick your best team rather than one to eleven. Well, I'm, not, I'm not sure he went through it and thought. Actually, I'm going to pick. Oh, one to like, it won't surprise me with him. He's not a chance. I think it's purely coincidental. They're getting relegated this year anyway. They're dog shit. They're about to sign Cornet for fifteen, uh, fourteen million. Although mm-hmm. Robbo um, from work went to Liverpool, uh, Burnley at the weekend, and he was very impressed with one of the Burnley players, and I can't remember Dwight McNeil. It's easy to find him. One to eleven. Right, I've done the team sheet, lads. In goal, number one, Nick Pope. Right back. Right back, number two, like it bloody should be. None of these 23s, you shithouse. Lawton, number five, Tarkovsky. You're not really going to That go sounds through. a bit foreign. No, I'm not going to go Because I won't have a voice left for that. If we damn hack it to number who, nine. Who then was, you're gonna, how are you going to do Daniel Farker after that? Oh, well, that's not coming out tonight. Who was, uh, what number were the centre midfielders? Ass. Good stuff, thank you. So I got in, uh, a, a, a Twitter debate about this, and then also on a couple of my WhatsApp groups, I and it was strong, going. I strongly believe... Right. wait, wait, I want to go around the room, because honestly, this nearly ended up in, in Twitter fisticuffs. Not right. real ones, because, well, look at me, but it, it, the fake ones. Yeah. So, right. There's only one answer Four and this. six, oh, this is going to be, honestly, I'm, I'm on ten towards it. Right, Stubbsy, yeah. four and six, which way around? What do you mean, four and six? So four and six is the only thing I care about. Yeah. So it's seven right wing, eleven left wing. What up with that? Nine yeah. and ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Set, right, right back, left back. Fine. Six is centre half, four centre midfielder. Correct. So number four is yeah. centre midfielder, yeah. holding midfielder, holding midfielder, and number six. Yeah. Yeah, four and six. Exactly the same for me. Yeah. I got in Twitter debates. I honestly, it was going off everywhere. I was just arguing with people left, right, and centre because it's. Apparently it's quite divisive. No, because number five is always left-sided centre-half. Number yeah. six is right-sided centre-half. This isn't going to work because we all agree. But honestly, <laughs> I can I cannot see it any other You're way. You're a moron if you honestly, think it differently. But then I realise it's um, it's influenced, I think, by who you've watched growing up. So I grew up watching, well, video VHS tapes of Billy Bremner, number four for Leeds. But I also grew up watching David Batty, number four for Leeds, holding midfielder, kicked everybody, yada, yada, yada. So that's, that was my, how I saw it. Mine's... Probably my first memory of a number four in an England shirt would probably be Steven Gerrard. Yeah, I used that picture to kill a Liverpool fan who said it was the <laughs> way around. I went, oh, well, there's your best Because it was always <laughs> not wearing number six. Because it was always Soul and Rio who were five and six, and mm. then Stevie G had number four. Six is a centre half. Yeah, just, Bobby Moore long. was number six. Number Hunter six. was number six. Yeah. So, so just send us some feedback on that if you think we've wildly got it wrong. But the, um, honestly. I was expecting at least you to just go the way around. No. 
because because we always get in arguments. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, no, I've let you down here. Oh uh, well, no, that's fine. I just I thought it was genuinely interesting. So that that rolls us quite nicely. We've just we've probably we'll have edited all this out now. But just as we're recording, the uh, Ayazi Perez has been sent off, and we've had a really large debate about whether it was a red card or not. So I've now landed on VAR boys. I've now I've, I've got a fixed position now after experiencing my first home game uh, in over eighteen months and experiencing VAR as a home fan. Uh, they need to pour some petrol on it, set it on fire, and send it to hell. VAR needs binning. It talk, needs to go. Talk us through it then. Come on. So I don't want to talk about decisions because like we've just experienced in this room, you can have different opinions. So there was a couple on Saturday that I don't agree that they got right. There was Save that for a Leeds podcast. But this is where VAR has killed me, right? So we're 2-1 down. As I say, first game 18 months, blah, blah, blah. Big crowd. It's lively in there. It's fantastic. We're really pushing for the equaliser against, let's be honest, quite a good Everton side actually. That They played really well. We're pushing, we're pushing, we're pushing. Cross comes in from Calvin Phillips. I think Stroik is offside. I also think he's handballed it. So my eyes have seen that. It's then dropped to Liam Cooper, who's then laid it on, and Rafinha has bent it in to the bottom corner. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a great goal. Yeah. The whole stadium goes ballistic. I jump up, and then I hold back. And the first thing I do is turn to my dad and say, I think he's offside. So the crowd's going wild. The ball's been picked out of the net. It goes back to the halfway line. We then spend the next three or four minutes with them checking it. And it absolutely killed the moment. I've waited 18 months. Yes, it wasn't a winner. I know that. I've waited 18 months for that. And it was was ruined. Yeah, but I held back. So just to clarify what I was saying, I went on Twitter the next day and I just saw loads of debate from Leeds fans saying, did you celebrate the equaliser? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, but I held back a bit because I thought there was VAR were going to pull it back. And that is, in in a nutshell, away from... Decisions and all that discrepancies. Is what? Sorry, you're effectively saying fuck the right decision and just no, because ref didn't give anything. So he was, as far as he was concerned, it was a perfectly good goal. He didn't stop it, didn't check it, didn't this. He just let it. What I'm saying is, they take they take it back to make the right decision because the wrong decision was to let it go. So the cost of that is yeah, me celebrating yeah. At which home, is, which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous, and I'm done. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm gonna have to watch it all season. I, I don't like it, I don't want it. I, I want to celebrate the goal. And we, 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 when we talked about VAR, none of us had been back in stadium, none of us had seen it. And yeah. we talked it from for almost from afar because I'd never seen it in a stadium. And I have experienced it now, and I want nothing to do with it. It's crap, mm. nothing I'm, to do with it. I'm completely the opposite, which you might not like, but you haven't seen it from <clears throat> my vantage point, have you? Uh, no, but I've seen it in the Euros, so. But do you have a goal ruined? No, but all I'll say to you is, I went to the... It cr- wasn't even chalked off, by the way. It was a perfectly good goal, and but but I literally sat there and slumped in my chair. No, but I, what is great, like, so I'm, this is, um, since I went to the cricket live again, I've started looking at VAR in a different way. So you go to the cricket, you there's a big appeal, the umpire gives it out, so you all go mental which is brilliant. Yeah. You've just taken a wicket. You've then got 10 seconds where the batsman's like, or 15 seconds, sorry, where you're like, is the batsman going to review it? And that's exciting. And then when he does, you're then watching it on the big screen to see whether whatever he's given out for is the right decision. That's exciting. And then you're like, oh, or get in there. And I'd, since I've started thinking about it like that, I actually really like it because... 
the long as VAR, in my opinion, long as VAR is getting the decisions right, which I feel has started to do a lot more consistently, I've not really seen a stinky yet this season. Then for me, it's a good thing because the the decisions getting right. I get what you're saying about the the instant boom goal scored and all that, but you can still do that. Cricket is not football. Why isn't it? Because it just isn't. It's a different crowd. How how many times do you see someone get bowled out? This is this is two goals in ninety minutes. Yeah, that I want to go absolutely ballistic. You over. can go only get two wickets in a day's play. It's a different sport altogether. And, and and I've been to loads of cricket this summer, and I've had in that context, I completely agree with you. I've got no problem with the DRS system, all that sort of stuff. And you're waiting at the screen, and you're waiting, you've got your beer in your hand. Oh, is it going to be? And it's and you watch it back, and it's a talking but brilliant. That doesn't work in a football arena at all. And and, and also. I'm not going to have a go at referees because I, like you, think they've actually got quite a lot right. I'm only two weeks old, the Prem, but yeah. this season. But I, I agree with you. We've just watched one in our in two of the, two out of three have said it's a red card. Yeah. I think they've got most things right. The, the one on Saturday, I'm not even angry about the penalty for Everton because it's a penalty. Cooper's yeah. fouled him. He's an idiot. And and to be fair, like you said, DT, he's actually got it right. They've gone. He didn't see it, the ref, or or didn't give anything. He's then gone looked at it and given it. Mm. And I do like the fact they're looking at they're actually going to look at the screen a lot more. So, but the, but this is a very. <clears throat> personal experience I've had at the weekend of the thing is, pre and post VAR but to be honest we can do this to death in this in these four walls because it ain't going anywhere you're yeah for a start it's not going to go anywhere unfortunately but in the but, grand scheme of things you're the only one that's going to experience that in a live stadium this year because obviously but there'll be plenty of listening that, that oh, are yeah, going yeah, to games and things just I just think that we can't really at the end it. of the day if they took it away now the first mistake that there is, all hell would break loose. Saying, well, VAR would have put that right. <laughs> They're like never going to take it away now. I, no, I, I know I, I'm barking at the moon, but... It's here to stay, and I just I think, just don't like what it did I just think you need to Saturday. embrace what it is. Uh, but, but that's, but that's changing... You can embrace it but it's, it's changing the face like of football that, forever, that, Stubbs. I'm yeah. not saying that it's, it's made... It's changing like, my experience of yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That I've been going to since I was six. I completely get it, but I'm just trying to. I'm. It's here, so I'm looking at a way that I can just embrace it and enjoy it. Do you think you, in all seriousness, would feel a bit different if you were me on Saturday? Just, just, have, just playing devil's advocate about it. Do you think you'd feel different? I don't it know because it, it's kind of just added that extra element of drama to the game, which I quite like. From a neutral drama. <clears throat> well, no, but from a from a neutral's perspective, watching the game, I love it. Genuinely, I'm getting to really, really enjoy it because you sat there. Well, long as the decision's right, I don't really mind. But then again, as you just said, I'm not there in the heat of the moment, so it's a little bit Football, different. last time I checked, wasn't a TV show and that's what it's starting to turn it into and I don't like it. Yeah. You... I, I sound like, I sound 86 and I get that, but I just, it was a very personal thing on Saturday I experienced. Granted, the guy, my dad left to me and my mate Jim right to the right of me, they didn't, do that. They were absolutely fine. They just went well, mm. as ballistic as a 64-year-old can go and my dad. Uh, that's, they were fine and the rest of the stadium was fine. It was just, I just noticed it affected me and I was like, well, that, that's just killed it for me. And I sat down after and I turned to turned to. Jim. Do you think a lot of that had to do with the fact that you were quite apprehensive about it in the first place? What, VAR? Like made yeah. your mind up before you no, yeah. walked into in, the stadium. Like, because you were already stood there thinking, oh, something's no. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, because I celebrated the first goal madly because I didn't see anything in the build-up that I thought I mean if they had done they had done but then you break it down how many how many football fans don't see something in the build-up to a goal 
So, but it's, so but maybe it, you're a, yeah, maybe you're a small percentage of that. But it was then, but it was planted as soon as it was planted. The cross yeah, came in and it was planted. Like, in your head. It was, it was it was planted. I couldn't get rid of it. But as I say, what you said stuff is very interesting because the first half when the um, Dominic Calvin Lewin penalty was given, play went on. It went on for ages. Yeah. Yada, yada. And then he got something in his ear to say, "You've got to go look at it." Yeah. And I, and and I went, "Oh, okay." And it was almost weird because it didn't ruin anything. It was just like, "Ah, oh, okay." And then you watch it back, and he's got the right decision. And that's what VAR's there to do. So I think from that aspect, I'm actually agree, in agreement with you. It, it, they are getting more right and that's fine. But it was just that one nucleus of a moment that that's literally what I've waited all week for. I was counting down the days to get back to Ellen Road. I was, you know what I mean, 18 months. Oh, and, we know. Do you know what I mean? And I was ready for it. And yeah. I, I just feel, and it was, uh, as I say, it was interesting for me to go on Twitter and have a debate with some other Leeds fans who felt exactly the same as me. I thought it was maybe on my own. There was plenty on there. We'll see. I'll, 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 I'll come back to it. And I'll, I'll just, yeah. I'll just, just something I wanted to note this week that just I've had my first person experience of AR and it's massively put me in the favour. I've got nothing to do with it. I've got no interest in it whatsoever. So moving roll, swiftly on. Yeah, let's roll forward. And I, I, I just want to bring the 100 to the table, actually, with all new modern things. The finals over the weekend, wasn't it? it certainly was. Lovely. How did you find it? Do you watch the, what, either of you watch it? I didn't see any of it. You didn't watch the I watched the majority of the tournament. I didn't. Watch, I was trying to think what I was doing. I, I didn't. Genuinely didn't see the final. Crying about VAR. Crying about yeah. VAR. <laughs> when, when, firstly, when was it? Saturday night. Saturday night. Oh no. Well, Saturday, Saturday day for the women and Saturday evening. Didn't for see the, the men. women because I was up at Ellen Road. Yeah. I didn't see the men's because. Well, I know. I saw a bit. Well, I, was, I was exhausted from football. So the women's was absolute chaos. <laughs> Was they, they were 14 for 5 after 14 about 14 for 6 oh I did see that yeah, 14 yeah, for yeah. 6 after 30 odd balls they did manage to get to a respectable total of, well not respectable but you managed doing but that a, was like, the only getting... game that Southern Brave in the women hadn't really turned up yeah I know and what mm. a time to do it yeah. so who won the men's the men's the Southern, Southern Brave. Brave did they yeah, yeah. They beat so, Birmingham Phoenix and they were good all the way through Birmingham mate, Phoenix mate so this guy he's only just come into the side. Someone Davis was it? Yeah. Took an absolute screamer at point to get rid of Sterling, was it? No, not no, Sterling. No, not Sterling. Um Allen. Was it Allen? Someone might have been Allen. Allen. Uh and then out on the boundary after a misfield, picks it up and direct hit from the fence to run out Liam Liam Livingston when he's on forty six after about twelve, 12. balls. <laughs> I go back to the same question because I was listening to a really interesting journalist on Talksport earlier who didn't want it, 100, never really liked it, and then put a, quite a strong case on the radio earlier. He said, look, I'm trying not to sound like an old curmudgeon. However, it's affected the Red Bull. It's affected the one-day stuff. Is it that much different than T20 apart from some fancy graphics? I put... I put well, yeah, it's a franchise. We've now franchise. got a franchise tournament. So back to my original question from three weeks ago. Would you now have been off T20 Blast? No. no. But are they that different? I, I, I'm just paying yeah, them because one's a franchise, which is for a franchise, and one's T20, which is for the club sides. And the club sides earn a shed load of money from the Vitality I, I think, T20 I think you've got to take the, the money out of it, because I think... That, well, no, because that's, that's one of the number one things in the, the Vitality Blast. For example, Worcester, Northants, the two, not the two most previous winners of the, 100, uh, the T20 Blast, but... They literally put all of their eggs into that basket the seasons that they won it because of the financial rewards from it, which helped keep those small clubs going. But does it start to water it down, is my point? Well, no, when, we when spoke, you're losing well, places. No, because we spoke about watering down and the, ov- the overall 
impact it has on the cricket calendar before but I d- yeah, yeah we've touched on that certainly yeah. certainly for the women's game i think it's been fucking unbelievable oh, there's no question it's been amazing for women's game putting them i mean i've seen what four women's cricket matches this summer and i've never That's seen four more in my life yeah, exactly yeah. exactly i got in there nice and early got a beer and watched it and thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. and it was brilliant but the blokes i think worked treat you're going from having sort of i don't know how many uh sides there are in the championship now 20 are they Counties? Uh, How many counties six, are they? Sixteen. Two leagues. Sixteen. Yeah, two leagues of eight. You're probably right with that. Down to six. So you haven't got that many games, really. And the 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 big accidental thing that happened this year is because of the time frame that they had it, they was never going to do it where the women's game was in and the af- the men's followed in the afternoon. That was a complete accident. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I know. That was a complete yeah. accident, just due to and the time frame, and, and it, it actually worked. worked, so it worked, worked well, yeah. Absolute dream. That worked. And obviously watched them all at Headingley and the crowd was rammed for the women's game. Rammed. Yeah, they were saying that like at the start of the tournament there's about three or four thousand there and towards the end of the tournament there was getting to be like nine, ten thousand there mm. for the women's game. So I was So it's clearly <coughs> working it's its what's happening, yeah. isn't it? So you, I was in Yorkshire for this it was a seven o'clock kickoff, uh, seven o'clock start, sorry. For the men. For the men. Yeah. So we got there, so I left work, we sort of got up to Headingley for sort of five ish, come park. I thought it would be absolutely fine. Couldn't park. Yeah. Why? Because the stadium was rammed full of people watching the women. Yeah. Which is, and it which had started, I think, at about half four. I just thought it would be, it would be people coming a little bit later. Not at all. They've literally gone to watch it. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. I think it's been a massive, massive success for cricket. I, d- I agree with you. People, I was just playing To after, be honest, it's like, got people talking about it who wouldn't necessarily, like, who don't show an interest in cricket. Like you said, we've said a previous pod, haven't we, that, actually talking about it in the office to people who would normally not even give cricket the time of day. Yeah. So I think in that respect, it has done its job. You know, we've talked about the impact it's had on the calendar and stuff, but to be honest... If it gets another 100 it kids it, playing cricket... Exactly. It's like, done, it's it, done its it, job. It's done exactly what it was... And I think doing. it'll be massive. It's given cricket the limelight again, because I don't really feel that ah. cricket has been at the <clears> forefront <throat> of people's minds since about 2005, when full-on Ashes fever took over. And I think the other thing that you just got to bear in mind is that Obviously, there were still some form of like restrictions in terms of who could play well, look, in it, it. So, obviously, all the Australians, the Indians, all that sort of thing that would... Yeah, more will come over, won't they? There's going to be... I, I think after two years, you'll have a better idea of how how it's going to affect the game as a whole and moving forward um, than what you will after just one of them. I think so, you'll get more of a divide in players in terms of the formats, formats that they play. Well, I think that's I another mean, like, thing that has to be managed and that they're going to come to... Because at the end of the day, like a lot of the England players played the first like two, three, four games. Well, um, the one thing I would say is the ECB had the golden goose. They had T20 and they fucked it. Yeah. Sorry for swearing. And they knackered it. They lost it. India ran with it. And I mean, yeah. I, I had a debate years ago with Fisher's lad, actually. He had no idea T20 started in England. He had no idea. Yeah, last we had it. Yeah, one, we yeah. had it and we lost it. And people, so, that, so fair play to them for coming up with another format like this. It's just as striking, just as electric. They've got the graphics, they've got the DJs, they've got the fireworks, and there's kids everywhere that really enjoy it, there's families, it's brilliant. I was loving it, just like always thinking, oh, is he going to bowl 10? Is he, no, he's gonna only going to bowl five here, surely. And you started thinking about the game in a much more different light, and it was really interesting to have, I think they had a great group of people on the comms as well, I think they absolutely nailed it. Did you like, flick between BBC and Sky? Type no, just did Sky. No, just Sky. BBC was really good. I, I, I was yeah, flicking between I, a bit. I started to regret that towards the end of the tournament, to be honest. 
I mean, see, Adam. What's sticking with Sky? Yeah, because yeah. fucking. There's a couple of them on there. Did you see Adam so. Milne's figures for the. Uh, <clears throat> oh, mate. For the what final. A freak. He bowled 20 balls, two for eight or something yeah. in the final and lost. Ridiculous death bowling. Well, just. He uh, bowled the first two overs as well, I thought. Not two, uh, two sections of balls or whatever they're called. Sorry, yeah, he bowled the first 10 minutes. Yeah, you got a different terminology in it. Yeah. You? <laughs> Batter. Get, get told off for. Uh, Saying overs, don't you? It'll be interesting next year to see if they do any tweaks to it. We'll find it in a year's time. I'm sure we'll pick it up in, it in a year. But instead it'll be of fascinating. Instead of showing a white card when they change the bowler, it's got to be something a bit more interesting than that. Yeah. I also don't know a how. Get your knob out or something. I also don't know how uh, you stop the crowd at Henley singing Yorkshire, Yorkshire whenever there's a wicket. I don't know how you get rid of that. Because it's not. You're so never you, going to get rid of it. You need people correcting them. No, mate, it's just normal superchargers. <laughs> Try and sing that. Chargers, Chargers. Yes. On that, actually, it was interesting because the last time I went, there were so many purple shirts. People had really started buying into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was loads of merch. What do you think bought. of the kits? I think they could do with a bit of a tweak. There was one that was Some horrific. Of them, it was in red and yellow. Was that red and yellow is Birmingham. Oh, oh, it was awful. Oh, no. And, and Birmingham yellow, Phoenix. It looked like a turnip, turnip, whatever it's called. Rapper. Red and yellow was... Caramac, Trent, Trent, Trent Rockets. Oh, Carol? Orange and red orange was... And red was um, yeah, I need to do something about that. Yeah, one of, and I think the London Spirit was too blue. They should have had a bit mm. more colour. It was just a complete Plain. blue onesie. Some of them had better names than others as well. I mean, I hate it, but Mantra Originals, that's a banging name, isn't it? And that's their cool, kit's man, banging. Yeah. Just yeah. All black. All black. Yeah, looks cool, sick. It? As you two are tonight, yeah. both in all black. A couple yeah. of Johnny Cashes. But there were some that were amazing. Some were a bit, bit naff. Like Welsh Fire. Yeah. Yeah, take it or leave it. Let's, yeah. not, let's not talk about fire on here. <laughs> so they need to go back to the drawing board maybe a little bit, but it's difficult that when you sort of sold some merch into it. But it is what it is, isn't it? But, but we'll the, towards the end, there was more and more kids stood there in, in, the, uh, in, the, kits. in the kits. They not, noticeably, as well, stopped serving booze really early. Oh, did so they? So people weren't getting absolutely larry like at 2.20, which is amazing. But people were, they were shutting the bar. I wonder you like T20 more. <laughs> Far better, far better, <laughs> better version of the game. <laughs> now I got pretty leathered at one of the uh, supercharged games. We stumbled in at three a.m. after the cricket. Beautiful, wonderful night. Um, did you see Nice Marseille last night? Just to turn a corner. Chaos. Wow. <laughs> There's fans and everything on well, the pitch. I, did, uh, Ultras. <clears throat> I found it quite. I found there's a tweet that's quite funny because obviously Nice is pronounced Nice, but someone said I love it how when it's. Uh, when it's English football fans, they're classed as hooligans, but when it's French, they're classed as nice. <laughs> I mean, that is just a wonderful tweet, isn't it? About like 65,000 likes. I also saw somebody, so it was, I think it was uh, Martin Ziegler was saying, I'll disgrace it as blah, blah. The first comment I saw underneath it was some guy going, See, that's the problem with English football, just hooligans. Someone said, Mate, your geography's way off. <laughs> Absolutely miles off, you muppet. Uh, it was carnage. Have you seen the, the, the footage from um, behind the goal? Yes. Where, where he's obviously down injured yeah, yeah. the bottle's landed he's gone right I'm having that yeah. and then all hell breaks it just reminded it reminded me of Luke Waterfall away at Mansfield he, someone threw a, when Lincoln were in League 2 someone threw a bottle into the pitch after Ollie Palmer scored in the last minute to equalise and uh, Luke Waterfall picked it up and launched it back and uh, it was very very similar to that last night only there weren't the Mansfield Ultras didn't come crawling out of the stadium at the stand to uh, to attack him. But it was like Gwendozi with fucking like choke marks on his neck and 
all sorts, wasn't it? Some of the photos were crazy. I um, it, it was quite well timed for me because I just watched that uh, Netflix documentary last night before it all kicked off. I was just watching where there was a big brawl at the Indiana Pacers Detroit uh, Pistons game. Oh. Like, it's really good. If you check it out, it's really good. It's about an hour and 10 minutes, but it's about the, the proper scrap where Peter's it's called Untold Malice at the Palace on Netflix. Well, I love sports documentaries anyway. It was brilliant. But I just watched that and then finished it. Went on Twitter went, oh my God, there's another one. <laughs> Granted, that was in the 90s, in the but mood. still, 2000. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But it's just French football, though, can go... I mean, all, we don't have ultras here, do we? They're mental. It's crazy, they yeah. They literally steamed onto the pitch. And so, then you had some bloke punch one of them, went straight yeah. up and steamed him. Yeah, but that was the steward. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the steward went in. And then, yeah, then, then the, the Marseille gaffer was yeah. going off. Who's, yeah, he's pretty mental, is it? Sam Poli, he's mental anyway. And the thing I'm pissed off about the most is that I had a £2 free bet on a 152-1 request a bet, and that, that was the last leg of it. I needed a Marseille goal, and they avoided it. So I got my £2 back. <laughs> and I needed a goal for three. When the fun shoots. stops. Well, that, you're having a great... You're having I'm having a whale of it on Skybet right now. I'm having okay, their no. pants down. Yeah. I am business. Mr. Big Spender. I feel like roles have reversed, because I'm literally Mate, not betting just anymore. come to me. If you want a bet, honestly... It's not through choice, it's just through I've not had time to do any research. So I actively celebrated Lukaku goal yesterday because I got him at two to one sky bet boost. He's actually started well, hasn't he, on Lukaku? To be fair to him, he's looked very impressive. Genuinely, he has come on leaps and bounds. Oh, isn't he? The way he was bullying them Arsenal defenders. I mean, he was. Yeah, they are. He's always been a unit. Don't get me wrong. Little boys, though, aren't they? Arsenal are pathetic. Granted, it'd be interesting <laughs> what happens when he comes up against uh, oh, somebody out of like Maguire or somebody. Fans, but they do my tits. They're pathetic. Aren't uh, they? Who? The Arsenal fans. You see that video? Of that loose cannon. He's a belly, mate. What's that all about? Uh, he had to feel for the Saints fans yesterday. All locked out of the ground doing the vaccine checks. See that? Well, no. yeah. Well, not great. In that, fairness, the first two Lincoln games has been problems with. Are they doing vaccine checks there? Then not vaccine checks, but there's been issue because there was a it was a combination of vaccine issues, um, vaccine checks, and issues with season tickets. I think as well. What at Southampton? Yeah, but they um, have said they're giving refunds to to the yeah, match paying fans. But I'm just saying at Lincoln game on against Bolton, there was issues with people still being outside the ground, um, and the same on the first game of the season as well. There was a few gaps at Brighton as well. I wonder if there was an issue there as well. But it's it's some. I mean, it was smooth as anything. I wrote mm. straight in, no problems. It was it was good. Yeah, no problems at all. I think just teething issues anyway. Though. I think it was over. Oh, it, was it, was like this, uh, it was like this two years ago when we just moved to a event bright or whatever. It was. A no, pain I, I in think the it was more. It? It's actually more to do with outside the the down central bank where the walkway is. There's a big gate. And obviously, with it, if it's closed, people have to like bottleneck through this little tiny little side gate. The rest of the gate to be open. I saw yeah. it on Twitter earlier. So that's a bit of an that was a bit of an issue. But it is. Uh, but my over, point, my, my point back when we first got event right, there was loads of issues with that. So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it's teething. There's something it's teething, yeah, it's new come in. It doesn't. It's take never going to go it? swimmingly right, every no. time when you're trying to get. I must have ten thousand people into a stadium in the an match, hour. The match day experience at Lincoln is fucking championship level, mate. So it's good. so good. Like it, it, it's good in, like it looks like a brand new stadium with we've got electric um, advertising boards around three quarters of the pitch. We've got brand new seats in one of the uh, stands behind the goal, which makes it just gives it that new lease of life. Um, there's a few issues with the catering, obviously, but there's obviously there's more good than bad with that, with all the extra um, pouring points and things like that, um, provided by small beer. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was fucking it was 
you know, we're going in the right direction. Things on the pitch aren't quite settled yet, but we've got a lot of new lads to, to blood in. So, yeah, Leeds brought it. in like a McDonald's style touchscreen so you could do your orders of beer and stuff. Yeah, right. we've, got, we've got an app. Didn't work. Haven't we? Uh, don't Didn't I hear that you got you could order your pints via the app or something? Yeah, it's coming in. You order at this touchscreen, so you wait 20 minutes to get to a touchscreen, and then you wait another 20 minutes for your beer. People were not happy. Missing the entire time. half of football. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many people unhappy. There's a few problems with that when you've got 15 minutes at half time. But I just, I, somebody <laughs> 45,000 people in the stadium. <laughs> somebody put on the forum that I was along the other day just saying, why do you even bother drinking it at the ground? Like, yeah, before the game, you've got a bit of time, you've got loads, have a few beers and that, but why do you bother at half time? Yeah, I agree. A 50, like you say, 15 minutes to cram a beer in. It's never a, been... A, an horrible pint as well. It'll yeah, be. well, you've literally got to get there, get to the bar, drink your pint all in 15 minutes. It just doesn't happen, does it? You're yeah. either missing five minutes of the, the last five minutes of the first half or the first 10 minutes of the second, so... All for the sake of a shit pint. Yeah, we are completely. Have you boys been back yet? Are you, are you been to Sydney back? I haven't, no. So your last game would have been Wembley then with England? Yeah. You? You've been back, in you? Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. That's what I was literally just saying. But you went back, the Bolton game? Bolton game, yeah. You've been back for a, like a Saturday fixture where it's less no, than sweet. Yet. No, Too busy at work. Yeah. But it, it, it's, it was it was really, how did you find it? It's, it's genuinely going back. <laughs> Emotional. Because you you had well, you were one of the lucky ones for Lincoln. You had like one of the yeah, yeah. But, tickets. But, but to normal life, proper night night under the lights. What was your feelings? Got beat one nil, but it was going back to the ground. Is it was awesome knowing full well that everybody there was going to be loads of people. The atmosphere was was great. There's every thousand Bolton fans there, and you know just there's something special about being at Central Bank under the lights. But it was I think that's only special, yeah, lights, especially it? it was just as pretty poignant um, going back. After such a long, you know, spell away from most people, like I say, I was lucky enough to have a ticket for the home leg but of the playoffs. But overall, it was, uh, yeah, it was everything I'd kind of hoped it wanted to, it, it was going to be, but just the result was the only thing missing, really. I found it really odd. So it was really emotional, mm. uh, as it would be. It was really strange, but then very quickly became normal again because I mean, I've literally done it since I mean, six. a lot of the people I sit around, you know, I know outside of going to watch Lincoln, but there are... You know, a handful of people that you don't see apart from. The guy two doors down for me <clears> sits <throat> next to Jim, who's a season yeah. my mate next to me. Other side of him, I haven't seen him for eighteen months. Mm. Literally, cool. weird, I was so it? excited to see him. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and it, his wife's fine. He's fine. They've come through it. Happy days. And it was like, oh god, really? Bloke behind me that um, uh, see him every every week. Same. It's quite an old boy. Relieved to see him. I was like, oh my God, yeah, thank God. Mm. And it was like I put on Twitter that I just can't wait to see these geezers that I haven't seen. And it was great. And it was, but it was amazing how quickly you just back into old routine. Yeah. Got parked up, walked down, same coffee I've had for years. Yeah. This, that, the other book program, bought this, book. amazing. How, mm. um, although it absolutely uh, wazzed it down at Leeds on Saturday. Yeah. Have you seen that bloke who's eating his chips in a, in a, in a phone box? <laughs> He's my hero. <laughs> so literally, it's pissing it that is biblical, man. But we, we went and hid under one of the turnstiles. Biblical. No context, Brits. Yeah, no, literally, I'll, I'll think it after. If they haven't seen it, we'll, I'll tweet it from the account. He's just munching some chips inside a phone box because the, the rain is just crashing down. He's my hero. No one uses phone boxes anymore. Big anyway, fan no. of fish and chips. Well, the ones that are on the road are legendary as well. Mm. The one, there's a fish and chip shop outside Headingley, which I go to quite frequently. Which one? Because there's two. I which one do you go to? I'm going to go on Thursday. Which what which chip are you going to? I don't know which one you tell me to. Right, I'll tell you which one to go to because I'm going. It's to near the, the first cricket day of the shop. Oh, second day of the test. No, you've one you want. No, as in like the 
actual no. cricket shop, not the club shop. No, no, I know you mean. You don't want that. You want the other one. Right. I've, well, I've always been to there. I had a, my first ever fish bap. Oh, me. yeah. Yeah. Fish never, butty. Fish butty. Never had one before in my life, and that changed it. Fish butties are just amazing. If you're not that bothered about chips... That's such a, that must be such a northern thing, because I've never even seen them on sale in Lincoln. £5.50 at Sailor Road at United Fisheries, and you get like a submarine roll with your haddock in it, and then you put whatever you want on it, and it's amazing. I have them all the time. It's just phenomenal. Don't bother with the chips. I don't know. It's, 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 chip butties are universal. They haven't yeah. chip butties. Oh, chip butty. I'm just but, talking fish, fish butty. butty. Yeah. Yeah, well, is that a northern thing? Interesting. I've never never seen it before until I went to Headingley. I got a Yorkshire fish cake. That's yeah. the euphemism, by the way. I'm not offering you something on that sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a Yorkshire fish cake? No. So I, I, again, I don't know because it's regionalised. I don't know if this is a York, just a Yorkshire thing. If you go and get a fish cake, right. in, you know, you know, for fish cake, yeah, like, yeah. Um, if you go and get one in anywhere in West Yorkshire, it's literally slices of potato, proper haddock, more slices of potato, and then just like battered and they're absolutely huge but you go and get one here where we live obviously Lincoln yeah. and it's some cr- crappy breaded mashy yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. these are proper bait if you're oh, up right. north and you get a fish oh they're sensational but you uh, don't get them around here do you it's sensation it's, it's, it's bloody lovely it's fucking tasty if you share one of fish cakes mushy, oh, mushy peas mushy peas with a little bit of mint sauce in as well oh, that's changed mush you don't oh, need mush peas. You don't have mint oh, mush peas. Yes. Try it, mate. No, it will change your yeah, life. Yeah. I'll fucking yeah. find a way around it. Mushy peas, mint sauce, pork pie. Yes, obviously. But not with fish and chips. You don't, I don't need mint anywhere near with fish. Are you joking? Just vinegar and a bit of ketchup. No, I'm not a big vinegar fan. So. I love vinegar. And I don't think you should put f- fucking ketchup on fish and chips yeah I'm a bit of a child when it comes to that I, I pop a slather it I'm, I'm, I'm actually a child embarrassing that is embarrassing do you I, have, I'm absolutely fine the same man who eats Frey, Bont- Frey Bentos yeah I know do you have uh, we're not sponsored by Frey Bentos do you have stop saying Frey Bentos no. they don't give us any money mate no one goes and fucking buys them anyway apart from you the Stocks family do we're keeping them in business do you put any sauces on your roast no gravy that's just gravy so, yeah so you know but lamb roast been sauce yeah. no I'm talking like because I literally uh I really fell out with a girl because she put ketchup on her. Oh, no, because that's for children. <laughs> Romans, correct. Children, it's gravy. That's the, but that's all you need. Yeah. She literally put ketchup on everything. I don't even put awesome. Ollie Smith, on one of our mates, he puts ketchup on literally everything. In fact, he probably has more ketchup than the actual food on the plate. It's embarrassing. It's just Saying like, that, mate, went for a roast dinner with my sister this evening, and um, she had doesn't have. Gravy. She had asked for mayo. Oh, what? On a carvery? I literally sat there. I was like, we, we are never family. going for a carvery Fuck again. Off. She was complaining, oh, it's a little bit dry, isn't it? Have some fucking gravy then, you <laughs> moron. It's literally moist. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own jokes. Um, oh, well, that's what, as soon as I said <laughs> yeah. it, I was trying You're to think thinking, <laughs> this is going to go in the dry, down the dry <laughs> For the listener, I left about four there, <laughs> if you're counting my jokes there. So, on that then, so you've, I'm, I'm happy to admit I put ketchup on fish and chips and I put mush, mushy peas and I absolutely love it. So I'm going to go, bacon roll, where are you going? Oh, ketchup for me. Yeah, you're a child. I mix it up. Yeah. I've, mix it up? Well, what, sometimes, together? No, sometimes no. I have ketchup, sometimes I've... Yeah, I'm the same, but like my go-to... If, go-to's ketchup. Go-to's ketchup, but I'm also more than happy with brown. Mm. Brown's the animal, isn't it? Yeah. So the, British the key, as well, The key to it is a little pepper bit of pepper. Ketchup, a little bit of pepper on top. 
getting me. I don't think the pepper does much. It, everything. <laughs> like seasoning his life. If you don't season your food, you're a moron. <laughs> That'll be on our seasoning t-shirts when we release them. Seasoning his life. L-Y-F. Did you see Solskjaer and Klopp's comments about the physicality of the Premier League this uh, last couple of weekends? Yes. Thoughts? I just need to have a cup of concrete and harden the fuck up, don't I? I must admit, I think the referees... I've been brilliant. I reckon brilliant. I would be 99 physicality, bro. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> do you put ketchup on yourself when you eat yourself? You'd, you'd, be, about, <laughs> you'd, be, about, you'd be about 15 with height, though. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I, I think with that side of thing, they've been let, there was loads going on Leeds on Saturday. It was fantastic. It got the crowd up, everything was going. I must admit, the bloke, it wasn't who, pernickety the at bloke all. who ref the... Um, Lincoln Bolton game I thought it had a great game just letting things flow and fucking tackles flying it so it's great. gone down the leagues as well then yeah I think so yeah good I, to, I, I think they're trying to let more go let's have the game actually but yeah well yeah definitely I said Ben Rama I didn't know his first name was said it's not said but... it is <laughs> right said Ben Rama it is Said. no it's said S-A-I-D right said Ben Rama Said. Carol Stubbs <laughs> It's not Saeed, is it? Saeed, S Y E D. That's Saeed. Saeed Ben Rama. Alright, said Ben Spell a couple of Anyway, said yeah, they just fucking need to get. It's, it's a contact sport, mate. Get I saw it. one challenge where I would agree with him, where uh, I can't remember, it might have been Marnie, was literally ripped to the floor and the ref didn't give anything. But other than that, I think the Fernandez one. Is that his name? Yeah, Fernandez. Should know he scored naturally last week against us. Yeah. The, uh, Mate, I'm sorry. In every day, uh, every day. Nothing wrong week, with that, is it? What the fuck? It Why was... are you sorry then? Well, not <laughs> not sorry for him. <laughs> I'm not sorry for that. I'm just. Stop yeah. crying, Dan. It's fine. No, it was ne- it's never a foul. Well, I don't no. know what the fuck he's moaning about. Plus, it went on a, quite a bit after as well before Satan scored. Yeah. It was right on a bit. I. I I think it's great for the game. I think they've, they've put a marker down now. This is how we want. The, I think the, the fact I mean, it's, it helps. It's like a perfect storm. You've got the crowds back, and then you've got stuff being let go left, right. So it's just everything's just building up. It's fantastic. I think th- we've said it in previous pods, but this season's going to be good. It's going to be. Good, it's yeah. going to be good. Up and down the league, it's going to be really good. Gary goals everywhere. I think so. Yeah, and my accumulators keep coming in. So let, long may that continue. Yeah. So it keeps yeah, right. you've won off your twenty-five p acre. Honestly. Pathetic. And that Bentley rolls onto the driveway. Fucking swimming. It's going to be a my lot. two pound bets. It's going to be a fucking long time. Well, one, of, one of those little toy ones. <laughs> little and often, little and often. Just keep chipping away. Beat the bookies. Just keep chipping away. Can't be, can't be money bags like Stubbsy over here. Just slapping tenors down like it's like Monopoly money. I don't do that. I'll add another zero and come back to me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, not anymore, mate. I've, uh, as I say, I don't have time to research at the moment, so my betting has gone down the swanee. Yeah, I must admit, I did ask you for some horse tips for York, and I got nothing. Yeah, so nothing I literally back. haven't had time to look at it. It takes me about five or six hours to go through everything, and I, funnily enough, don't have five or six hours. Thank you for listening to Gone Off on a Tangent, uh, another rambling episode for you. Uh, we won't be back next week. Uh, we're back the weekend after, so don't don't worry, but just next stock, week. Stocks is off dogging. What do you call podcast? Dogging on a surfboard on the beach. I don't think we, uh, it's, a, it's a niche, that. I'm not sure it's quite got a thing. I bet, I bet you, you would be able to find it on Pornhub. You find everything on Pornhub. Right, everyone will look on Pornhub for Dogging <laughs> on a Surfboard. We'll leave you to it. I've been Adam Stocks. He's been Carl Stubbs. Good night. He's been Dan Taylor. See you, everybody. See you in a couple of weeks. See my
so shameless.